Aloha! Welcome to the Haleo Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, inspires us to receive a new perception of God's love for us. God is preparing each one of us for something new, but it cannot happen out of our human perception of love. There is a motivation in God's love to see us grow and mature so we can participate in the bringing forth of His kingdom. I want to bless this for us because the Word has to be alive. And what makes the Word alive for us is an experience with God's love. You know, we can become so aware of everything that the Word's telling us to do that we miss out in the relationship. It's so easy to become a Martha and be busy taking care of the Lord, you know, and preparing for Jesus. Jesus needs this. So I'm going to, you know, bring some bread for Jesus. That's what Martha was doing, right? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of Jesus. And then it becomes a religion that is devoid of a relationship of love. And we, we talk a lot about being the school of prophets, the house of the prophets, and we can become so aware of so many things that need to happen, you know, in the spirit world, and this and that, and we need to break through into deeper levels. Authority, right? Binding and losing. But Without love, it's just a bunch of noise. First Corinthians 13 talks about that. Even if you know all the mysteries, if you, even if you could sing with this language, the tongue of angels, wouldn't that be cool? To know all the mysteries and know everything and be a perfect worshiper and be doing all these great works. Without love, it means nothing. And where does this love come from? You can read in John 21. You know, the Lord appeared to Peter after breakfast. Remember that? And Peter, do you love me? And they were talking about two different levels of love. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. Is that our perception of love is not the same as God's perception of love. And I am I'm crying to the Lord, I don't want to live another day with my old perception of love. I don't want to try to walk with God with my own efforts, based on my striving and struggle to love him back, if I'm not really being able to perceive and receive his love. For me, I have to go 
instead of like looking down here, I have to open my eyes and say, Lord, give me a revelation of this. Give me, a, number one, a, a, a greater revelation of, of you, of who you are and how awesome you are, how you are the almighty God and the creator of the universe. And why, when you have all of this at your hand, right? Heaven is my throne, the earth my footstool. And why do you care about me? You should ask yourself that. Why is it that he loves you? Why is it that he, he's always looking for a way to reach your heart? He doesn't need anything from you. He doesn't need anything from us. There's nothing that we can actually do to God without first receiving his love. He wants us to be participants with him in what he is doing, in bringing his kingdom. But his kingdom is a kingdom of love. It's not a kingdom of religious obligations. You know, that you, you have to prophesy and you have to worship and you have to bind spirits. That's all secondary. The first thing that we need to concentrate is how can I exchange my perception of love for his perception of love? It's interesting, if you read this, I was not going to, it was not even in my notes, but John 21, 20, 21, 17 says, And he said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? But the third time the Lord was asking with the human love word, the phileo word. And Peter realized, oh my God, all this time he was asking me about this love. And I cannot respond in that level. I don't know about you, but sometimes it's tiring to convince God that we are right. <laughs> One of the things about God is that He is God, and He's been God for a long time. And He's going to get what He wants. So this whole thing to me is, Lord, give us a perception of your love for us. Amen? Are you guys with me? Do you think you need this? Yes. If you don't, great, impart it to me. Pray for me. <laughs> because I think that God is preparing us, you, each one of us, for something new but the something new cannot happen with my old perception of love so here's what I think God's love 
from the beginning is a driving force to take us from A to Z. In Genesis, God said, let's create man into your image. And then we lost that, right? So we got separated. And so God had to come with this plan by his love to bring us back. And you were alienated. You were in the world without God. And he found a way to bring you back to a relationship with him. So this is the power of God's love. He wants to take you from being distant, afar off, to a close relationship with him. So this is God's drive. A lot of times, in the process, it doesn't feel like love. And I, I was thinking a lot about, you know, us as parents, we have a perception of our love for our children. And they have a different perception. You know, when you wake them up, feed them breakfast, go to school, right? That's love. In their mind, it's like, no! Can I just stay home today? Can I just play all day? No, you're going to go to school, and when you come home, you're going to do homework. And when I cook dinner for you, you're going to eat your veggies. And that's terrible. Right? But why? Because there is a motivation in the love to see that child grow and mature and learn. In our flesh, we don't want to change. Anybody agrees with me? You don't want to be crossed. You don't want to be told what you do. The prison system is full of people that did what they wanted. With no discipline. So how do I perceive God's love? God's love is a drive, a determination to take me, to grow, to mature. But a lot of times I don't feel like that's love. Are you guys with me? The next question is, how can I receive and perceive His love? How do you know that God loves you? Did you ever ask yourself that question? How do you know? Well, I th- one thing I think that for me is we have the Bible. You know, we have God's Word. It's His way of communicating with us, teaching us, imparting to us, guiding us. Can you imagine your life without the Bible? Or without a, a way to reach, to hear from God? You know, how would I know how God thinks? 
So that's what, for me, motivates me even more to study the Word. Because if I want, if I want to receive God's love, if I, I want to know how He thinks, I'm going to dive into the Word. Because that's my, my field with a treasure hidden in it. And the treasure is God. And it is His love for me. It is amazing for me to think that we have a Bible. Just to think that, you, you know, for over 3,000 years, people were faithful to copy it and, and take care of it so that we could here today have access to prophecies that were spoken thousands of years ago and that are being fulfilled today. Well, how do I know it's the Word of God? Because it's being fulfilled over and over and over again. And, the, and behind all of that, there is one thing. It's God's love to reach you. To find a way to take you from being born again to Romans 8 or Ephesians 4. Romans 8 saying, He is the firstborn among many brethren. In Ephesians 4, that says that we're going to grow to the fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ. That's God's love. From A, being born again here in the nursery, to being seated at the right hand of the Father with Christ. In the same relationship. That's love. But a lot of times in the process, you know, Christian living, the disciplines of, you know, waiting on the Lord and reading the Bible and da-da-da, all of those things are a lot of times like, it doesn't feel like love, right? God, if you would love me, you would put a million dollars in my bank account every month, let me travel around the world, right? Give me health. What else? You name it. You fill up. You know, no problems. All perfect relationships. And then I just do what I want. It's like ice cream for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. (laughs) Right? And then what do you raise when you do that? A spoiled child. Thank God. God loves us. Okay, so he wants you to be sons and daughters. And not only that, he wants you to be partakers of the divine nature. What does that mean? That means that the old nature has to die. That's where a lot of times it doesn't feel like love. When you have to take up your cross daily and follow Him. That is a lot of work. I have to listen. I have to control my mouth. I have to forgive. I have to stop judging others. I have to be honest. I cannot lie. 
That's my all my flesh nature. I love my flesh nature. I love my independence. I love to do whatever I want. I am just human, right? Can't I have a bad spirit one? You know, and be mad at somebody? Yes, you can. But you're not getting where God wants you to get. God has all time, eternity. We don't. And he's saying, okay, you want to repeat and go the same grade again? And try to learn the same lessons all over again? Great. But I know one thing. I'm going to get what I want. Next time I say, I don't know if I feel God's love, I'm going to have to think about it again and say, maybe I'm not perceiving his love as love according to my own perception. So, to be partakers of the divine nature, we have to do what? Get rid of the old nature. The two natures cannot coexist. John 1, 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of, the, of man, but of God. And he continues on saying, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. This is, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son. What did he do? He gave the word made flesh. Born as a man. He emptied himself. Why did he have to do that? To show us that he loves us. And he opened a way for you to go from A to Z. To learn the same way that Christ had to learn. He learned obedience, right? By the things that he suffered. And you go like, but I'm suffering. That's part of God's love for you. But it doesn't feel like love. Well, Lord, give us a new trust in your love for us. Don't you wish... Now, we, you know, parents here, that you, you're now disciplining your children. Don't you wish you knew as much as you know now when you were a, a child growing up? Your relationship with your parents would be different, right? You would trust more. You would understand why they are telling me to do this. Why they were trying to create habits of discipline, make your bed, right? Take the trash out, brush your teeth. It was a lot of times like, I don't want to do this, this, it makes no sense. 
but it was creating something. And when we go through our relationships as a, a prophetic community, a lot of times we have to do things. Why? Because it's imparting a nature. Don't criticize. Don't judge. If God's love is this power to change me, how do I receive it? How do you receive God's love? I wish we could just have God appear to each one of us here and hug us, right? I think that one of the ways that we can receive God's love is, like I said, it's in the Word. But it's also in the body where He placed us. The problem is that if I don't open up to receive and perceive His love in the relationships, I cannot say that He doesn't love me. Again, we will probably get into deeper words about how to move forward as a prophetic community, as a family, as a school of prophets, you know, and how to move in divine order, and all of that. But if all of that is without this perception of love, it's just going to get harder and harder. If I don't see the motivation behind everything, you know, it's like, oh, there comes again the pastor telling me what to do. I don't want that. I don't need that. You know, that's not my going life to begin with. My going life is get from A to Z. Anybody with me? Let's do it together. Let's grow, let's learn, let's mature. God's love is a power. And it takes you and changes you into having a relationship with God to become His Son. Let's go to Second Peter 1. Verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of, knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Seeing that his divine power, Lord, give us a revelation of what this divine power means. Divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us and by his own glory and excellence. For by this he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world by lust. Now, for this very reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence. And in your moral excellence, knowledge. And in your knowledge, self-control. And in your self-control, perseverance. And in your perseverance, godliness. And in your godliness, brotherly kindness. 
And in your brotherly kindness, love. Well, why? I wish I had all the promises already. Right? Remember the, the package that you got at home with your salvation in parts? That you had to put together and follow the instructions? And here he's teaching you how to do it. Knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, kindness, love. And if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 12, Therefore I will always be ready to remind you of these things, even though you already know them. <laughs> you, know, you already know all of this, right? You don't need... But I'm here to remind you, just in case. And have been establishing the truth which is present with you. I consider it right, as long as I am in this earthly dwelling to steer you up by way of reminder. Peter is saying, while I'm alive, I'm going to keep reminding you of these things. You need to keep working with this. You know, Paul said, work your salvation with fear and trembling. The salvation is provided, but it doesn't mean that you don't need to work. Everything has been provided. But I still have to choose. I have to choose to change. I have to choose to walk in the Word. We have choices to make. We have decisions to make. Reading the, the parable of the prodigal son, the father did not stop the young, younger son of doing what he wanted. You can say, well, but is that love? Right? Think about that. You know, if, if God really loved us, He would remove all temptations. He would remove the options. Then He would only have robots. The relationship and love comes as a choice that we make. He cannot choose for us. If he would do that, then you know everybody would say, God is a dictator. And he doesn't want to be a dictator. He wants to be a father. And he wants us to love him back because we receive his love first. But it doesn't mean that my flesh loves it. It doesn't mean that my flesh perceives everything in this process as love. It's like, God is sending the prophets to speak to Israel. 
repent, come back. That was love, right? He was like, I, I love my people Israel. And I see that they are straying away. So I'm sending prophets, prophet after prophet, prophet after prophet, to try to get them to listen to me. But they could not perceive that as love. Right? Jesus said, you know, your fathers killed the prophets. <laughs> I was reading Isaiah, I think Isaiah 29 or 30, saying, the people saying to the prophets, don't prophesy to us anymore. Stop it. I don't want to hear this anymore. But that was God's love. How do I perceive God's love when he is speaking to me? I have to always go back to Ephesians 4. And he gave, verse 11, and he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers. For the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ, until this is all, you know, the Holy Spirit, the Word, the ministries, are expressions of God's love. How do I perceive God's love? What is the, the, this love motivated to doing me? Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of man, by craftiness in deceitful scheming. We have prophets, apostles, teachers, pastors to keep us from being deceived and walking in immaturity. The problem is that a lot of times I don't perceive that as love. Then I put up walls. And I say, God doesn't love me. And I keep walking in my own immaturity and deception. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head of him, Christ, from whom the whole body. This is where I want to I wanna include you. This is a school of prophets, not a daycare of prophets. You know, we're not here just to be fed and taken care of. We're all here to learn. And one of the ways that you learn is you walk in it, you exercise, you teach. But look at this. From whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies. According to the proper working of each individual part 
causes the growth of the body for the building of itself in love. Amen? Am I reading this wrong? You guys following with your Bibles there, please? Make sure that I'm not deceiving or lying to you. According to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Amen. The ministries, the word, the church, the relationships, they're speaking the truth in love. And then they're not judging, they're not criticizing, they're not this, not getting angry, not getting mad. It's all expressions of God's love. They're expressions of His drive to change us, to bring us into a relationship with the Father. None of us are perfect. At least I speak for myself, I'm not. And that's why God put me right here. So that I I can be made perfect in oneness, in unity. That's how John 17 talks about that. I pray that you be one like the Father and I are one. That you may be made perfect. Us being in the body, in the church, is an expression of God's love for us. That we may be made perfect. None of us are perfect. But we're all here responsible for this process to happen. We cannot talk about the body of Christ, the church, authority, divine order, submission, Confirmation, if we do not understand all of these as expressions of the love of God to us. And I want you to think about this. Because we talk a lot about the kingdom, the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God, this is like cakewalk. You know, this is still, I think, we are in kindergarten. And the kingdom of God is like PhD. And Lord, help us. Bless us. Give me a new perception of your love for us. Now I say, Galatians 4.1, as long as the heir is a child... He does not defer at all from a slave, although he's owner of everything, but he's under guardians and managers until the date set by the Father. I think that the, the apostles, prophets, and the body are like managers and guardians also. <laughs> Just trying to make us grow and prepare us to go talk to the Father. And go relate to the Father. But if I don't perceive this as God's plan for me to get from here to here, 
That's where I think we, we have had a few problems in the past, right? So Lord, we open up. Let me read Hebrews 12. My son, verse 5, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loves, he disciplines, and he scourges every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as sons, as with sons. For what son is there whom the, his father does not discipline? I don't want this to be like we heard before about discipline and obedience. Because I don't want that myself. And I don't want you to get, oh my God, now I have to, you know, listen to this and I have to do this again and I did in the past and didn't work out. No, don't do it. First, go to the Father and say, Lord, give me a new perception of your love. Make me feel your embrace. <laughs> Make me really be, you know, open the eyes of my heart. You know, give me eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to perceive your love. You know, because I don't want to, I don't want to be a Martha, like I said. I don't want to keep doing this. I want to sit. I want to learn how to wait on the Lord and receive his love. And that's what I, I think that we need this. We need this. You need this. And I think that, you know, what is Isaiah says, those who wait on the Lord renew their strength. And they fly like eagles. You know, and, and I think that we need... We need to open up to receive his love. We need to feel his love for us. And I bless this for us, I bless this next week for us, for each one of us. You know, take some time with this. Say, Lord, by faith, <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times I tried this before, like the disciples fishing. And the Lord came and cast the net on the other side. And I, 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 I want to do that by faith. Bless you this week. By faith, cast this net again. And say, Lord, I want to have a meeting with you. I, I want to I dedicate some time to find you and find your love in the scriptures, in a walk, hiking, or, you know, worshiping. But I want to I have an, a deep experience with you. You know, it's time to have a, a, a meeting with you that it, it sets our lives the right course from now on. And I think that we are in a time of transition. And I think that we're going to see a lot of things change going moving forward. But we need this deeper 
we have a, a word in our fellowship by John Robert Stevens, the father of our churches, that says, climbers need more love. If you're going to go to a higher level, you need more love. You need more love from God towards the Lord, from the body, and towards the body. Amen? I bless this for us. I could go on. We have more, but we will continue. We're going to keep working with this. Amen? Amen. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.